Game Face Podcast, everybody. Episode is, six. I think six. this is seven. Um, game buddies. Game buddies. Game buddies. What? Game buddies. Maybe. Let's. We should say it in the creepiest voice that we can, like all together. <laughs> One, two, three. Game, game buddies. buddies. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's gonna be really creepy. <laughs> okay, you're listening to Game Buddies <laughs> with Jeremiah. Yikes. Um, Nathan and Brian. Are we gonna do actual like intros and stuff? <coughs> I think we kind of did. Did you want to do one? Well, I'm no, Brian. Like, Sarah, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that, like Brian's. But okay. actually, well, I already did mine. Name? Yeah, we're waiting on you. I now, didn't man. hear. Uh, sorry. We're waiting on wow. you. I'm Brian, and I'm Nathan, and I'm Jeremiah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we diving into what you've been playing? Yes. Why? Why do we always do that? Because it's fun. People are sick of it. Yeah. Are they? The reviews I've, are I've, in. In the in the <laughs> in the past couple of weeks, I've played a lot. All right, okay, well, let's hear that's it. That's true. Let's hear it. Oh, you want let's me to keep start? It interesting though. Let's, Fine. Let's, let's hear it. Let's keep it interesting. What um, he's saying right there is he doesn't want to hear anything about any game called Fallout. I, that's fine. I won't say that's anything. I haven't played any. That's I have not played any of that. From now on, anytime I, mean, I talk about video games, this is the realm of video games, excluding Fallout. If I had a Venn diagram right now, you would really understand. That's cool. Fallout One. He doesn't want to. Under- <laughs> at, at this, by association, at this, at this doesn't point, even want to hear any it. Fallouts doesn't even matter. That's fine. I'm jaded. I'm sick of it. It's cool. Um. So I played a lot of Star Fox. 64 3D, Sweet. which I had never, I've never really played. I think I talked about it in an early episode. I've never really played Star Fox 64. I've played the Super Nintendo one enough, but uh, 64 is way better. 64 is mm-hmm. awesome, and they, you know, they did the whole thing they did with uh, Zelda, and they redid all the graphics and everything, and it's awesome. Yeah, 3D is, it, is, is nice, really, really well done for that kind of game. I think it would benefit greatly from the graphics increase because that's such a foggy, muddy game. Yeah, yeah. no, this it's. So. I'll show you later. Does it's, it not? Awesome. Feel, does it feel like it's it? Like you know, a lot of older games, it feels like it's worn down and it's more. They're selling it based on nostalgia than it actually is. A fun I would game to play. say not with this one because it's still. I mean, that formula works really well. Yeah. That just kind of game would be fun. I would say I I would prefer a you know a brand new Star Fox game would be really really work well on the system. Yeah. Mm. And um, there hasn't been anything really in that genre of 3D shooters. Right. Because it's kind of. The evolution of your Galaga. In fact, there's a level in Star Fox 64 where the enemies come down in the patterns of Galaga. Nice. Oh, really? But it's all like on a 3D plane, so That's cool. you'd have to like really pay attention and notice that. So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's really short, um, like really short. Yeah. I didn't realize what a short game it was, but there are like alternate paths out of levels and stuff. So there's a whole like chunk of levels I haven't even gotten. Which ending did you get? I don't know. There's I, three. There's not a good, bad. I didn't really follow the story at all. I remember when I, I first beat it, and then Star Fox made out with the frog, <laughs> and it really freaked me out. Yeah. And then the frog took his helmet off, and it was Samus. Ooh. That would be a cool twist. And then Snake was there. That would actually be really good if they just made all of the different Star Fox characters. <laughs> if Nintendo just lost its mind and was like, screw it, mm, <laughs> all of them. This is the part where you're with the ice climbers. Mm, who cares? Why so, haven't they remade that? Because there's a huge fan base of ice climbers. I would play it. There's, there's so many ice it? climbers no. and balloon well, fight fans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they offered you the original one for free and you haven't downloaded uh, it. I don't play games unless they were made in the last two months. Oh, okay. So, Or if they get big and then I don't want to play them anymore. 
I liked Gears He's, of War before it went mainstream, sir. You, it's true. You, you'd like his blog. It's called hipstergamer.com. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Except he doesn't post so that you can read it. Okay. You it's need a special so login and password. <laughs> it's very exclusive. I don't even. I I can't even read the full thing. Yeah. Wow. You I can only snippets? read some of the comments. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's password amazing. is Arcade Fire. <laughs> nice. With an right at now, symbol. Right now it is. Yeah. It'll be different later. Yeah. Only if it's good though. <laughs> I'll put the I'll only put the new one out on Twitter. <laughs> I'll see if you can catch up. Sorry. So no, you're fine. Playing? Um, so I played that. Uh, Star Fox is great. It is great. A lot of fun. Um, I played... I rented the uh, the third birthday for PSP, Ooh. which is the third Parasite Eve game. Did you play they the first two birthdays? No. I never really played the first two Parasite <laughs> Eve games. Yeah. So I don't... And I, I know these are... This is mechanically very different from it. But I'd heard, you know... It was interesting. I had an open spot on my Gamefly queue, so I just threw it on there. Nice. I got it. I played, like, the training level on the first. There's, like, five missions, I think, five or six missions you go on. I played the entire first one. On. It was fun, but I, I could see it getting kind of repetitive. Yeah. You basically, it's cool, like, you know, you level up, and you kind of decide how you're going to create your character. So, like, I guess the premise is there's this big monster that attacked New York, like, three years earlier, yeah. and you're in this military experiment. It's like Quantum Leap, kind of. It sends you back in time, but just your consciousness. Interesting. But then what's really cool, and this is what made the game actually pretty fun, but I just don't know if it could sustain the entire time, is that while you're there, you can basically just move your consciousness between anybody who was there. Hmm. And so you, so you, there's, like, a, you know, this whole room full of soldiers, and you're fighting things, and you can just point towards another one, and hit a button, and you'll just kind of fly out person? and into them. That's cool. And you, so they each have their own, like, health and ammo and stuff like that. Are you, like, going back in time to when they ate, the monster was in New York? Yeah. That's and, the first game. Oh, really? That's the plot of the first game. Oh, cool. The monster takes over, is, like, attacking New York. So this, I think you're trying to, like, stop it or something. Interesting. So and kinda... so it's, it's, it's cool because you, I, like, the enemies usually kind of, I don't know if they ever explain why, they kind of, like, have this ability to tell where you personally are, even though theoretically they shouldn't be able to tell. Because right. to them, you should all look like soldiers. But it's like it's like Quantum Leap in that you see it as the girl, no matter who you're in. But as mm -hmm. soon as you jump out, it looks like just another guy. Hmm. And you can kind of... So you can kind of basically distract the monster. Like, th there's times where you're fighting, like, huge monster things. So you can distract... Jump over to one side of it, distract it, then hop over to somebody on the other side where there's a weak spot open... And start oh, attacking it. That's really cool. So it's it's actually can get really kind of cool and strategic in different ways that you're trying to jump around and everything like that. That sounds really cool. And that's yeah. for the PSP. Yeah, it's for PSP, and it's super cheap. You can get it like used for like ten bucks. Let's check that out because yeah. I, I recently I've been playing the first par Parasite Eve, uh -huh. and uh, it's a fun nostalgia game. Yeah. So yeah, this one's cool. And jump it uh, get up. Get up and jump around. It looks great. Square Enix. What is uh, I'm, I'm just ignoring him because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Because I was talking about jumping around to different bodies, I think. And so oh. he, was, he was riffing on that. I see. I used to ignore people back when it was cool before it got mainstream. I don't do it anymore, though. But anyway, Square, e <laughs> Square Enix knows how to make really great looking games. Of course, yep. uh, the CG is phenomenal and the in it. voice acting is good. So. The first game looked really good for its time. Yeah. And then last, what I guess I've been playing is I, I played briefly, like maybe an hour of Gears of War 3 today. Nice. nice. And I, I feel like 
I did the exact same thing with Gears of War 2. I got it, like, right when it came out on Gamefly. And I put it in, I played for an hour, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then it just sat on my shelf for, like, two weeks, and I finally sent it back, and, like, four months later, re-rented it and beat it. And it's the same thing, like, it, it, obviously it looks great. Like, they know how to make yeah. beautiful, beautiful games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were able to take that feel of Contra and mm-hmm. make it 3D, in my opinion. Huh. That's, yeah, I never actually, thought about yeah. it that way, but yeah. And so it's fun, um, but at the same time, it's also it's just Gears of War. Like, yeah. I haven't noticed any major evolutions of, of the system. Everything feels exactly like it has felt since the first game. Yeah. yeah. So it, it looks really nice, but I can see it, like, the story is... Eh. I mean, the story's obviously yeah, not... Awful. The story's <laughs> never, never a point. Right. But then the combat feels just the same as it felt in every other game. Like, I don't feel like there's anything new or interesting about it. Yeah. And that's the same way I felt when I played the second one, and that's why I stopped playing for four months, because I played the first hour, and I was like, well, I've already played this entire mm-hmm. thing. And so, really, the only driving force is, well, I just want to see all the cool stuff they do with their tech and the different environments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be what I... Th- think happens with this one so it's a really you know well-made well-polished game and it it plays just like you expect it to but the experience doesn't feel like it's ever going to be any different than any other gears game so well what's funny too is since they essentially pioneered that cover mechanic Mm -hmm. and now every game that has a shooter (laughs) element to it has that mechanic mass effect la noir gears of war dusex everything i said gears of war i meant to say uh dsx Gears of War's got a uh, oh, cover mechanic sorry. as well. They I ripped was thinking themselves DSX. off. Yeah. They did rip themselves off. No, I was thinking but DSX. everybody's got them, so yep. it's almost like... It's actually a little disappointing that... I mean, maybe maybe later on in the game they do right. something different and change up or add something. But I'm hoping so. I would kind of well, and also that at this the, point. The Horde mode is... Horde mode what is... Yeah, they're some. they're adding that kind of thing to the experience. They're not... Oh, uh, they're going more multiplayer kind mm-hmm. of stuff? And the right. Horde mode looks great. It looks like kind of... Cooperative third-person shooter meets tower defense. Right. Where you set up traps and weapon like placements to... and stuff, and you gain money and experience. It looks that looks. Yeah, amazing, I'm I'm but... definitely curious to try that out. I don't know if you can do it split screen. But I, I believe you can. We at least you could on you could the on first gears two. So. I think you two. can do like four screens. I remember reading something about really? that. Really? Yeah. Okay. That, that's something Who that does that to today? Do. I don't know. Wow. TVs are so big though. But I mean, it yeah, really the the. The size doesn't. What uh, what I'd be more concerned about is the fact that when you go split screen, you're necessarily kind of lowering the graphical quality on it mm. because it's starting. It's now having to render everything twice essentially, yeah, yeah. and so. I don't that know. Would, on four person, that would just be empty rooms. They yeah. have to take everything out, <laughs> except be, for what you have to use as cover. That'd like, be awesome. It's just like a. It'd be like a VR training. Yeah, well, that'd be a lot of fun. It's got four person co op on. Uh, online on, I guess, Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, also, I learned something fun about Xbox Live last night. What's that? Um, so my wife and I were going to play some Left 4 Dead with my friend out in one of the Dakotas. I don't remember There's which. There's two now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dakota Fanning and... <laughs> There's the other Dakota, her sister. Yeah, in yeah. Super 8, right? Yeah, she was. I was so, actually thinking of, uh, the what was it, Somewhere? With Steven Dorf? I don't know. Anyway, so we're going to play... We've been playing with this friend. I, like, we knew him out in Utah. He's one of our friends from Salt Lake, and he and his wife just moved there. 
and he and I would always play Left 4 Dead, and so we were playing it again, and Lex was jumping in on split screen, you know, just signing mm-hmm. in as a guest of me. And I had the headset on, and this past couple times we've played, it's been really cool, but she can never, you know, talk and communicate. And so I went out and just grabbed one, like a cheap 10 buck headset, yeah. so she could get on. Well, if you're a guest logged in, you don't have voice chat privileges on Xbox Live. <laughs> so then it was like, well, can, can you make like a silver level? Because she didn't, it didn't even have any live attached to the, yeah. like she had an account yeah. on the Xbox that's not attached to live. So, well, can we maybe make a silver one? They can do some sort of chat, but not in a game. Yeah. And so that didn't work. And so we're like, this is the stupidest thing. I'd have to pay yeah. for a gold subscription yep. for her that exact to be able to talk in the game that yeah. we were playing. That exact same thing happened to me a month ago. I couldn't get Rachel into the game. I was so I, they should, freaking mad. They offer family packs where yep. four people can yep. get gold accounts. Yep. They should offer roommate packs where two people can for yep. like a reduced price. Yep. Because I don't think she'd ever play on her on her own. Yeah. But she definitely wants to play when I'm on with right. our friends. Mm-hmm. And she can't chat. And she has to log in as a guest so her stats don't count. And she's just getting that level as a gamer where she starts to uh, care about stats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. so my solution was, I, I was thinking about it and I was thinking, you know what? I wonder if my box for Left 4 Dead has a free Xbox Gold trial. Which it did, a 48-hour free trial, which I just activated real quick. So last yeah. night, she could talk. Nice. That was how we had to go about nice. it. But it's like, that's so that's stupid. Really dumb. Yeah. I, so stupid. I think I have four of those 48-hour trials just in case Rachel one weekend is like, okay, all weekend long, I yeah. want to play. Yeah. And we're waiting for the right weekend for her to be like, okay, that's all I want to do all weekend. So. Yeah. So yeah, I remember trying to get uh, me and somebody else to play Rock Band with probably you guys. And yeah, it was like, no, only one account. Yeah. Yeah. That's unless you want to buy another gold member. Yep. Gold, gold member. member. <laughs> yeah, I made that joke a few times last night as good. we were trying to figure it out. That's good. Keeping it real. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. Awesome so powers. Nice work. So. Yeah, it's it's a little restrictive for no reason. No. I don't think that a guest should be excluded from being able to chat as long as the host that has the gold account is right. there. Yeah. That that seems like that would make sense. Like, why can't well, it seems a, like the guest chat? And, yeah. and really, once you're doing, once you're taking that step, why can't the guest accrue their stats like why can't they be why can't like my why can't rachel log in but she's also logged in as a guest so online she appears as guest of mr burf but it's all the stats are counting because then there's less incentive for you to pay exactly for two gold memberships it's, it's really stupid it should just be one account per xbox I don't understand why they would want it to well, be. Well, because if you have different user accounts, you they should be able to make like your Xbox accounts. has gold status. Exactly. That's what I'm right. saying, yeah. I'm not that's, saying you have to a, use yeah. only one user, but right. once you buy a, a gold membership, you're done. That should you just apply to your console. To all the users on your console. But then, I mean, we could start to see, because then what happens if somebody else comes over to, what happens if you're over at someone else's house and you log in under your account because you want to get your stats while you're playing a co-op game with them, do you have gold status at their house? Wait, that's if how it works I go, like if I come over to your house yeah. and you just don't have gold status on your Xbox, hypothetically, if he and, came to your house, yeah, <laughs> and I logged into my account, would I have gold status? Why would you yes. need gold status? Well, let's say we were gonna play a co-op game against somebody, and I was over here, and so we wanted to play online. Well, if your account, if your Xbox has a gold status, and then you come over here and log in. And I don't, you're saying? Yeah. 
if, when, if, if I went over to well then if you have gold why would it, why would you come over to my house to play online well let's say we wanted to, I was <laughs> coming over here I just I can imagine this situation happening I come over to someone's house I'm like hey let's let's play Gears of War mm. horde mode on the internet and then you say okay I don't have gold and I say well I, I do let me log in because right I, now we could do that I think I think that yeah it, I mean if you have it on your Xbox you can do it on your Xbox but that's it Okay. I would rather have that than then, have to pay for each specific right. user. Well, and you can actually, that, you can migrate I, your accounts. Yeah, and that only takes like two hours. Yeah, it takes a you long time. You can put it actually. Forever. You can put it on a thumb drive if you really are. Oh, that's I true. That. When I was uh, when I stayed with Aaron for a week, I just put it on my thumb drive, and whichever one I was plugged into, it automatically logged me in. It was really simple. Hmm. But yeah, the other way is obnoxious. You have to log into your Xbox Live thing, and yeah, it takes forever. Takes a minute or two. When you do that thing with your, does it move your save games also? You can choose that option, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's, that's the simplest way, and it also, like, uh, it also logged me in automatically. Like it, it was it acted as though that were the primary login mm-hmm. on that other Xbox. So that's kind of cool. Weird. But yeah, that's definitely the way to do it if you're gonna be in a situation like that. Hmm. So anyway, what else you been playing? That's mostly, uh, I mean, that's a lot of stuff I just uh, covered. What have you been playing, Brian? Um, Fallout 1. Mm, oh, yes. snap. I got a new computer, so. Yeah. Uh, that's all the more I can say about that uh, if I don't want to get beaten to death by Maya. So. You know, quick, quick thing. I think the first two Fallout games would be awesome re-released on iPad. I don't know if you've talked about that. But I think it would work out any, so any perfectly. Click like that kind of point and click RPG. Yeah. I would love that. I if you that went, would be good. I, awesome. I've always thought if you went one step further and did them in the Fallout 3 engine, they'd be really small. They could be downloadable titles, maybe. That'd yeah. be kind of fun. They'd be awesome. But play like in real time then? Yeah, essentially. Huh. You'd have to change some of the logistics. But That could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, other than that... Um, Borderlands, same old, same old. Uh, I got Green Lantern, Rise of the Manhunters from Gamefly. Uh, total awesome guilty pleasure game. Which console are you playing it on? Xbox Live, or yeah, Xbox 360. And it's not. It is a perfect seven. Like right. one of those games that's like horribly flawed, not really that good, but totally fun and works. Yeah. It's like God of War, but with Green Lanterns. And the cutscenes are better than the film. Essentially, for a guy like me, wow. the only thing I get out of comic book movies is if they try to make a game out of it and the game's halfway decent. It's the only thing I can take away from comic book movies because I'm such a negative person. You are a negative well, Nancy. good. I mean, then you can take That's away a true. good movie. Yeah. I don't but need... But how often does that happen? They've never made a good one in Brian's eyes. No, should have. <laughs> a few. Yeah. What did we say last night out of... You, uh, well, you, 30 years well, you of working. To try to think of the most pessimistic way of think of doing it. I'm thinking probably half. I bet half of all the comic book movies that they've made are good. Crazy. Good or watchable? Are good. Huh? Well, you're, you're insane. Okay, I well, would probably agree. Think about it. Like what, what I mean, there's like what, you have the the Spider-Man trilogy. Okay. I don't know if it's a trilogy, but it's the Spider-Man 3 movies. And the first two were really good. Yeah. Same with X-Men. The first two were good. I'd say the second yeah. Spider-Man is real, real good. I yeah. The second oh, Spider-Man is really yeah, yeah. good. Both the third the Batman movies yeah. from... Sorry. I was going to say, the third Spider-Man is not the worst movie yeah, I've ever is. seen. Yeah, no. It it's pretty it's, awful, but it's, it's not... not yeah. it's, it's not that bad. It's okay. 
Um, I'd put it as a six. I got the riff tracks for that. I'm very excited. Nice. Oh, I got something for you. I got the riff tracks of D Wars. Holy crap. We need to watch it without that first once. We yeah, need to have yeah. a bad movie night maybe sometime soon. That'd be I'll awesome. Be down. But we're going to continue. Okay. Yeah. So the Green Lantern game. Yes. yes. Totally good. I recommend it for any comic book fan. What Especially you... 80s fan because it played with the whole Manhunters. Manhunters? What the hell's wrong? <laughs> well, they're part man, part ant. Yeah. It plays with, the whole, plays with the whole Manhunter uh, story arc from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So as a nerd, I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah. So What if you don't know anything about Green Lantern it'll but totally, love the movie? It'll... <laughs> well... <laughs> Then you should then, die a miserable death. I'm fairly certain if that's the case, you don't know how to put the disc in your game system, yeah. so it's not going to be an issue. So okay. when Green Lantern sees fire in that game, does he run away scared? That's the Martian Manhunter, dude. When, when <laughs> does he run really fast in the game? That's the Flash. Why, why can't his ring make him go fast? That's not a hero. Okay, so if Hal Jordan <laughs> was lonely on a Saturday night... He could make a green woman, yes. Okay. Has he, he ever done that? I would guess yes. Yeah? He was in prison for a while, so... Oh, man. What, could With he the make... ring? Yeah. Why didn't he How... just get out? Oh, yeah. It's, it, that'd be immoral. He was How would that arrested. Be was he arrested for... Was he wrongly arrested? Yeah. No, he was rightly arrested. Oh, okay. Okay. So it would be immoral for him to be Green Lantern getting out of jail... So when he had to do his Green Lantern duties, he would create a version of Hal sleeping in the bed when he and does go do the space Lantern mission. Duties are they green? <laughs> yes. Okay. Could he make green shoes that let him run really fast? I don't he see could. Why he not. could potentially put himself in a construct that could move him fast. Yes. All right. This is the dumbest podcast. <laughs> no, no, this right. is good information. This is good to know. Um, Who knows? We might get pulled over someday, and they'll be like, "Answer these four Green Lantern questions, or you get a ticket." One day, aliens are going to land, and yeah. they're going to be like, "We're going to blow up the planet unless Brian Cook can answer these four obscure questions <laughs> about Green Lantern, Star Wars." <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. It's going to name a bunch of things like that, and we're like, "Oh yes." <laughs> and civics. No, oh, <laughs> so close. They'd get you on one of them. That's about all the games I've been playing. Nice. Maya? That um, sounds like some yeah. good good gameage. Gameage of the good kind. Yeah. I had a dream the other day where video games were playing me. Really? Yeah. In Soviet Russia. In Soviet <laughs> Russia. <laughs> yeah. Nice. No, I don't even know what that would happen. like. What does that mean? Well, it's basically you have controllers that control you. Okay. Yeah. I had so a dream last night about zombies. Yourself? I guess, yeah. Sorry. I had a dream last night about zombies. Oh my god! Happens every time after I play Left 4 Dead. I always dream about like being in that exact situation. Every time I weird. play Left 4 Dead, awesome. I always have awesome. dreams about doing drugs. Really? I'm always Lewis though, so maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> pills here, grabbing pills. <laughs> I'm reloading. <laughs> uh, I've been playing. I beat uh, Deuce X Three. And I, 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 I know that I'm saying it incorrectly, but it pains me to say Deus Ex. I don't know why. It That's just feels weird. wrong. Okay. So I've heard the ending kind of sucks. Uh, well, I, I heard there's four endings. I only did one of them so far, uh, and I didn't think it sucked. But, I mean, it, it, the story was neat in the overall idea, but it's not like it, it hasn't been done before right. several, several times. So it was it was mainly just the gameplay that that kept me going on it. 
Okay. And then, obviously, the boss battles are terrible. I'm sure everybody has read yeah, about I've that. Heard, I've heard that. And apparently, they were outsourced to a completely different company, too. Really? Nice. Yeah. That's a, no, that is not a good design choice. Yeah. No. And it was, it was extreme. Like, some people, I guess, have no problem with the bosses. The bosses I would spend hours on sometimes. Too hard? Too dumb? They were, well... One, there wasn't ever, like, a set mechanic where it's like, okay, well, this is the type of thing that I need to do. And the, you basically, there's, it feels like there's a lot of luck, and you just have to run, shoot him a couple times. Like, it's like Muhammad Ali video game playing. Float like a butterfly, sting like bee, pop him a couple times, run away. Pop him a couple times, run away. And it was really, it, it totally changed up the mood of the game. You want to feel like that, a badass. No. That game doesn't seem like it should have boss fights. Those well, you seem you like, could do it, but I mean, just not the way they did it. It's just such a gamey thing for something that seems yeah. like it's supposed to be more like narrative. Like, the, the structure of Deus Ex doesn't seem like boss fights would make just sense. Because, no. Just because it's a video game doesn't mean it has to have boss fights. Boss right. Fights. I agree with that. Unless it's Shadow of the Colossus, then it only needs to be boss yeah. fights. Actually, there's a lot yeah, of vertical exciting. shooters I've seen online recently where they're only bosses. That's all they are. They just, um, the 3DS Virtual Console re-released the Game Boy Mega Man, which I guess is basically oh, cool. just bosses from yeah. the console version. Nice. It's kind of cool. Those Game Boy Mega Man games were supposed to come out around the time of the Mega Man anniversary collections. Mm-hmm. Uh... And they never, never got around to doing it, and I always wanted to play them. Yeah. Well, so, you can. Yeah. I've, got, you get a 3DS. I've, I've actually got the Mega Man Anniversary Collection on the GameCube and the Xbox. Nerd. Way nerdy. We're talking about games I'm playing right now. Brian. Yeah. Your turn's over, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. Your turn's over. Wow, that was rude. I apologize. Yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. So, continue. Yeah. Thank you for your permission. So, after finishing Deus Ex, what are your overall takeaways it was it. it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed it yeah give me a score out of 10 a score out of 10 6.5 uh no that'd be mine he's uh, going 6.5 it's 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 the bosses definitely dragged it down quite a bit for me um the the dialogue was really boring in a lot of places like i would find myself kind of zoning out yeah um yep. it wasn't as concise as it could have been but as far as playing the game, like playing the game itself, I'd give it a nine. But if you wanted to take into the, the, you know, the factor of the story and all that, which really it doesn't matter. I mean, who cares? But no. I guess I would knock it down a little bit more. Right. How dare you guys make me put a number on that? How many hours was it? Uh, it was about twenty. In a twenty-hour game, anything over, well, any game really. Uh, the dialogue should be to the point and not repetitive. Yeah. And I find that, especially in the longer 40-hour games, most of the hours are just padding of hearing the same information yeah. four different times from four different NPCs. That's a pain. And then you get to not talking to them, and you might miss something in the actual game. Ugh. It's so hard to be a gamer. Yeah. Damn, dog. I tell you. <laughs> for reals. Uh, then I started playing Dead Island. And I don't know if like I don't I'm kind of surprised that no one else has tried this before. They put zombies in video games. Right. Whoa. It's a great combination. I never would have thought of it myself. What but, uh hmm. are you playing on PC? Uh I got it on the Xbox. Okay. Um Yeah, I'd prefer to play it on the PC cuz it is like first person stuff. Right. But uh it it controls well. 
on okay. the on the console. So I've heard the PC version suffers especially bad from screen tearing. Is that true on the Xbox One as well? Well, define screen tearing. Where you like actually like see a tear in the screen. I don't know how else. To, I mean, as you're moving, like this, it's not refreshing as fast as you're able to like turn. And so you see oh, like okay. tears. That, you're talking about the the texturing rendering, not the texture rendering. Like Excuse you'll me. like see a like a line, and it's like the screen. Have you ever panned really fast tears. in the game, and you I can't... see the like the lines not matching up? It no. happens a lot in like PS2 games. Really yeah, uh, I, I haven't noticed that at all. I noticed that you can see textures popping in. No, nah, like apparently, like the PC version especially is like five or six tears at a time all happening as you as that's gotta depend on the pc though well the, the guy that i was listening to another podcast and he has a very high-end pc uh, well it's it one of those still... things where i mean they'll i'm sure that they've updated it yeah maybe they fixed it maybe they haven't but it's possible so i know a pc like they're really good about patches but also like it, it's kind of a bummer with a lot of multi-release stuff like some companies choose to spend enough time on the pc and then some don't yeah. Just more do it like a throwaway. Uh, like, I haven't played it on the PC yet, so I can't say, but, you know. So how is it? I enjoy it. Would I it like be fair it. to Quit yawning. You're making Sorry. me feel like I'm putting you to sleep here, Nathan. You are. No, I, I, I'm really actually interested in this game. It's, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. <laughs> it's sitting on the top of my you know Gamefly queue, and I've been waiting for like three weeks for it. Had, had a very similar conversations. Like, you what? No, I'm just yawning. I'm just I'm really interested in what you have to say, Jeremiah. <laughs> it's not that you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, a long day, and I kind of talk. Uh, but no, I, I enjoy it. I like uh, the RPG element of it. Like, Would it be fair to say that game is like Borderlands meets Left 4 Dead? Yes, yes, it is fair to say that. Um, and actually, like, I don't know if I've said this before, but or maybe it's one of you guys said it and I'm ripping off your story or something, but I think you can take any game, put RPG elements into it, and it makes it a better game. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, like, so. I can't think of a genre... Where if you didn't have some kind of leveling system, basically be like, oh, being like able it. to customize your main character, yeah, that makes every game better. Because yeah. what if you're having trouble problems, you know? I've had a lot of trouble before. I gotta yeah. admit, trouble, trouble is a very Dude, big uh, concern trouble, for me. Trouble sneaks up on you, and then it's just all you know is trouble for a while. Yeah, when I get into a lot of trouble, I like to mutton bash. That's what I mm. kind of do. <laughs> I can't help it. He was a general in the Civil War, right? General <laughs> Mutton Bash? Actually, that'd be a good name. It was... Uh, <laughs> I think uh, we broke him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you know. What's his name? Uh, Burnsides. Burnsides. Yeah. He's the Sideburns guy. And that's where they invented Sideburns. Hmm. That's, uh... His lesser-known <laughs> yeah. buddy, Chop Mushin, Chop Muttons? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Dr. Beardface on Scrubs. Yes. It's Beardface. It's Beardface. I love that show. You should watch that, Brian. That's Best show ever. It's on Netflix streaming also. Oh, snappity pants. I have other TV shows to watch. Whatever, like loser. 10 years yeah. of Mystery Science Theater. So. He's got he's to continue his quest for the Three's Company Holy Grail. <laughs> I am watching Three's Company and Happy Days, too. But yeah, Mystery Science Theater, The Clone Wars, the original Star Trek, and Is three, all this on Netflix Three's Company. Streaming? No. Oh. Except well, then Star I don't Trek. care about it. Uh, Three's Company and Happy Days. Wow. I can't watch it if it's not on streaming, so who cares? Wow. All right. Wow. Yeah. Who's the hipster now? Yeah. Wow. That's intense. (laughs) But yeah, I enjoy it. The RPG elements for Dead Island are really good. Yeah, Uh, I'd like to play it. 
Like, I like that it's not gun heavy. Like, I haven't even picked up a gun in the game yet. Right, I've heard it's mostly melee. It's like yours. Yeah, it is primarily That seems weird for a first-person game. Yeah. Do you ever play Condemned? No. The game is awesome, and the second one was even better. Thief is a first-person game that doesn't have a lot of, like, weapons play as well. Mm -hmm. You can shoot out the uh, torches with water arrows. Ooh, that's neat. That was fun. And Thief. I like that. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) I like that a lot. Yeah? I I would like to be Green Arrow, so (laughs) the idea of a water arrow is kind of cool. Why haven't they done a Green Arrow game yet? Man, that'd be cool. Green Arrow sucks. There's so many comics games that they could make. I don't know. Who's Green Arrow? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> Oliver Queen. Duh. Ringing any bells? He had to. He had to help his his, his sidekick Speedy get off heroin. D- yeah. Duh. So, uh, th- you just reminded me. This isn't really a game, but I've been messing around with a lot. Harmonics released an iPad. And I yeah. Think it's on iPhone. That was Bid a rhythm. creepy song that you posted about Lax <laughs> Fan. Whoa. Awesome. Whoa. Awesome. Is this on Facebook or Google Plus that you did this? Facebook, actually, because the, the thing... Put, I'll show, I can show you right yeah, after also right. on my iPad. But basically what it does is it you can use the two cameras, and it has like five or six things that's like make a drum sound, sing this one note, make a snare sound. And then it auto-tunes and, and arranges it and makes it into a song, a prearranged song. And it's actually really cool. cool. Yeah. Or creepy. Yeah, I want to try it. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of... I'll, I can show you after. Yeah, we can make we can make beautiful music together. We should make the game face theme. We could, probably could. Yeah, game buddies. Game buddies with Jeremiah. Although I'm sure it's. I wonder if it's copyrighted Ugh. because they actually write the music on. For I don't. Know, anyway. Yeah. Uh, what else have I been playing? I I played uh, some more Shadow Clones on the plane to Las Vegas. What's Shadow Clones? <sighs> 3DS game, turn-based strategy. Shadow oh, Warrior? yeah. Shadow Warrior? Shadow, no. Did you is? ever play Shadow Warrior? Back when they made, like, a ton of first-person games with that one... It's, like, a specific engine that they did all those games back... They did, like, Rise of the Triad and Shadow Warrior. So, uh, how was Shadowland? It's good. It's good. How's it's this game good. that has Shadow in the title? It has Shadow Ghost somewhere Shadows? in the title. What's That's it? what it is, is it right? No. Ghost Shadow? What is it really? It's... <laughs> Shadow Complex? No, yeah. that's an awesome, uh, awesome Xbox Live game by Chair. Yeah, I don't. I don't Ghost know. Recon. It's a Ghost Recon game, but I don't remember what what the actual Shadow is. Adventure. Yeah. Ghost Babble. Shadow, Shadow Buddies. <laughs> so okay. Yeah, okay. and that's fun. Uh, and then I what else? I don't know what else I played. I think that's about it. Nothing good, apparently. Yeah, nothing really. But I still haven't even thrown in Catherine. I've had it for like over a month from GameFly, and I just haven't. Gotten around to it. I feel it. kind of bad. I feel like I'm neglecting her. You, know? you are. You should play it. Getting creepy. That's right. That's right, kids. Getting creepy, game, game buddies. buddies. <laughs> it's a creepy section. Don't you like the games uh, with the buddies? Have you guys played the Blood Rain game for PS3 I and played Xbox the demo. Arcade? No. What do you think? I love it. Awesome, right? It's really cool, man. Way forward... They're like an underrated company. They do some really great stuff. I think I think they have a fan base of hardcore gamers. Yeah. But I think it's people aren't aware of how great they are because they've been publishing stuff on the DS and the Game Boy Advance, and that's not they did a what Wii hardcore game. gamers are uh, about. The boy and his, a Boy and His Bob remake? That no. was a great game, that too, That was man. them. That was a really good game. 
they're they're a great little company. Do you think that Blood Rain originally, when they started development, was supposed to just be like an old school Castlevania game, and they couldn't um, get the rights to make it, so they made it Blood Rain? I thought about that. I actually think they probably wanted to make a Metroidvania game, mm-hmm. and they have that connection with Konami because they did Contra Four. Right. I bet they tried going that route, and Konami was like, "We're not going to hand you Castlevania." You're insane, Americans. Yeah. So they're like, okay. And then they probably looked around and were like, hey, Blood Rain's cl- close. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, I, I figure that's not probably even it. like, this is almost more like old Castlevania than, at least from the demo yeah. I've played, than like Metroidvania style. Like it's, It still has a lot of the Metroidvania Symphony of the Night style gameplay. but Does it have the like overworld map? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it has a weapon system similar to that. Interesting. And kind of that leveling up where you get new moves and stuff from the Metroid games. So. Anyway, it's it's really good. It's really uh, cool. Except for the music, I think, kind of sucks. Yeah, the sound effects were awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Way Forward doesn't have... Their strong suit is their design, not their presentation. Right. And... Is it Way Forward? Are they the ones making the that DS... Uh, aliens, sp- Colonial Marine, whatever it's called, game. I don't know about that, but that would be awesome. It's basically like a Metroidvania-style game, but set in the Aliens universe. And by way forward. And by way forward, I think. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought about uh, when I was editing the podcast last week, we were talking about different games that would be on the 3DS that would m- like make people want to buy it. Right. What about Metroid in the style of the God of War games? Oh, that'd be kind of interesting. Like what they do with Other M? Well, Other M... Only good. <laughs> yeah. Like, basically... Like, if you could analog control Samus during Other M? Uh-huh. Right. That would have been... That'd yeah, been cool. like, like, a, that would be awesome. I think that'd be awesome, man. So... Do you... Do you think that would be awesome? If they awesome? made that game for 3DS, I'd buy a 3DS for that. Oh, really? If they made... Or, like, even, like, just, like, a third-person Metroid game. Yeah, if they make a crappy Metroid game, I'm buying a 3DS. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> But uh, I thought that would be really cool. I don't understand why they don't just release God of War on the 3DS. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would, yeah. Why do they not just do that? It's the next evolution in the why, gaming industry. Why so, can't I just play everything I want on anything? Did you hear that the uh, the second analog requires a AAA battery? Yeah. <laughs> it requires two of them, right? I thought it was only wow. one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, I, I like how, how great it looks, too. Holy crap, that's awful. <laughs> yeah. If that the only way that could be worse is if you had to plug it in at all times. <laughs> but it does add. I think I read that it adds an extra set of shoulder buttons also. So now you've got. Does it? Does it actually add them, or do they just replace the others? No, I thought it said it really added. It. I thought it, it put one there, and I thought it added a second set. Dude, mm. what if they put Super Mario Land 3D inside that thing? So when you snap it together, it's built into that That'd peripheral. Cool. That way but you then, could well, move them. How would them? you ever play? What? You could move How would units. you ever play? They're not going to, because Super Mario 3DS Land comes out yeah, in like early November, and I don't know when that slider peripheral. But they have announced a few games that it's going to be on, like Battle with the Resident Evil, Revelations, whatever is going to be able to use it. Yeah. The uh, New Kingdom Hearts is going to use it, which makes me happy because I love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. You got excited there. Uh, the <laughs> grin, just by you saying yeah. Kingdom Hearts, you get a smile on I your do. face. I do. He actually, I love that did game you notice so he much. had to, like, reload when he's like, I love that game so much. Like, yeah, yeah. There was a bit there where he he got so excited he had to reload to keep going to the when I exactly. When the first Kingdom Hearts came out, I 
sat down in front of my TV and put it in the PS2, and I did not get up for 12 hours. Wow. Loser! Yeah. I, I still think that all <laughs> the, the, that game's conception was essentially just a bunch of stone people from Square Enix. It's like, <laughs> what if we get all of the Disney characters <laughs> together with the Final Fantasy characters, man? Probably. That'd be awesome. But the, the Kingdom Hearts on the PSP was way, way good. Yeah. So why can't Square Enix learn how to name games without being stupid? Because they're Japanese. They don't understand that. Do you but think they... somebody on the American side say this is stupid? Do you think they focus group anything? Because they've been doing the same thing yeah. for roughly almost 15 years now. <laughs> Did you hear about the other announcement? Uh, the Final Fantasy remake that's coming out on Which PS3 and Vita? Seven? Everybody started getting their hopes up. They're like, a new a Final Fantasy is going to be re-released. It's HD. The only thing people care about. <laughs> and no, it's not seven. And everyone, it's oh, four. It's ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Ten? Yeah. We're going to skip seven? Right? I'd take eight over ten. I wouldn't take eight over ten. Ten's better than eight. But still, seven and six, that's what we but want. But ten is greater than eight. That's not how... <laughs> I was listening again. I was listening to another podcast, and he was saying basically, "What you're cheating? How dare you? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Wow. So this guy's opinion was that you know Square Enix has been going through a lot of financial trouble lately because Final Fantasy XIV did not do anything that well, they, they thought they, it would. And there's they 14 of them now. 13. Well, yeah, because they own Eidos. Eidos now, but and then 13 was like not as big a success and took freaking. 23 years to make or whatever. Uh -huh. So this guy in this other podcast I was listening to is of the opinion, and I think this would be awesome, is that really they know that if they remade Final Fantasy VII, it would sell a bajillion copies. They just need to basically suspend development on anything else, uh -huh. get that pumped out the door as fast as possible to basically just restock their cash supply, and then they can go do whatever they want. Uh -huh. and, and we've seen so many remakes in this day and age. Right. I'm surprised we haven't seen that one yet. Speaking of which, are you guys excited for the Shadow of the Colossus Eco Collection coming out on yeah. Tuesday? Never yeah. heard of it. Tuesday. <laughs> oh, so wait. excited. Yeah, that's going to wow, be Wow, awesome. it is Tuesday? Yeah. What's really? today? Wednesday? I don't Thursday, know if I'll be able Wednesday? to send in yeah. my, my Gamefly. I just time. reserved it. Oh, really? GameStop. How much is it? Buy it? Is it 40, 40 bucks? bucks? He's better yeah. than you. I 40 bucks is actually not, that's rude. not too bad. That's rude. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I saw pictures. Of the, it comes with a little booklet, right? I, I saw so. some pictures. Booklet? And it's got some like special like features. It's got a little bit of uh, Last Guardian stuff on it. Which that. was not at all at Tokyo Game Show this year. Yeah. Kind of concerning. That's never going to come out. That's never going to come out. It's not going to be a Duke Nukem, but I think they're probably, they don't know what to do with it. Why? I don't know. That's just my hunch. I, I think it's because, I, I honestly think it's because the teams are so small. UA's yeah. team has to be so small, the yeah, team eco team. That's probably true. That's why it's taking forever. And I'm sure that they seem like they, they really don't care about releasing anything until they're really ready yeah. to. So. And they've got a pass from their publisher, which I assume is Sony. I think so, yeah. Uh, they've got a pass for making Shadow of the Colossus. They can but that's take my, So how that. commercially successful was Shadow of the Colossus? Does anybody... I don't know. I would say fair. I mean, I mean just, uh, this is just going on my memory of that... Of, you know, game journalism at the time. I'd say it wasn't an overwhelming success, but it was a hit. It, you know. I mean, it made the greatest hits. Like, PS2 library doesn't have, like, a sales requirement. You have to, to hit, hit a certain number to do that, yeah. Um, 
I think it was well received. It just it came out at the wrong time. That was what two thousand and five. Has it really been that long? Yeah, I think so. With Shadow, if you release Shadow of the Colossus in two thousand and three wow. or two, it's a whole different ball game. Wow. Everyone buys it then, but in oh. two thousand five, I don't think. The, the public at large goes through cycles where they don't care about gaming and then they do care about gaming again. And, uh, yeah, I think during that time period they'd stopped caring because we were gearing up for the PS3, the Xbox 360. So people didn't care at that time. I remember God of War 2 came out on the PS2 and that was kind of like, wow, they didn't actually just hold yeah, out. Yeah, that, that, was, was awesome. that was I think that was like a couple years after Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's one of those situations where I was like, that's great. Uh, God of War 1 came out around the time of Shadow of the Colossus, I think, like 2005-ish. And even then, I was like, "This is that's late in the cycle for yeah. that game to come out. But found definitely found its audience. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus will be fun to play. And I, I, I think, I think time has been very kind to Shadow of the Colossus, and word has spread about it. And I think you're going to see a lot more people play this anniversary edition than they ever than the audience was for the PS2 version. So. And then they'll forget about it and go back to their Call of Duties and That's their true. Battlefields yeah. and their... Or they'll play Eco. First-person shooter number 11048. Yeah. So or apparently uh, their team was, at least for Shadow of the Cross, it's only 35 people. Yeah, so that's, that's not, really that's not that big. I mean, it's not super small, but it's not mm-hmm. huge either. It's fairly tiny, so... I don't know. I was just trying to see if I could see a... Uh, that would be good to actually it. see, like, the different sizes of companies. And see their output to yeah, see yeah. what quality of game was. Do you know how many people... It's 2006 uh, when it came out. Yeah. The uh, Assassin's Creed game team. How they, many? like, pull extra teams in and stuff to, to get them done. It's, like, ridiculously high. Like, 300, 400 people. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. And such a crappy game. Yeah, that's right. You. That's right. Wallow Assassin's Creed it. 2. You're going to cry. I want to cry a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. He's crying. That's screwed up. <laughs> I know. You know what else? Kingdom Hearts is dumb. Aww, breaks my heart. Imagine if they put Kingdom the Hearts Assassin's and Creed, Assassin's Creed on a disc. into Kingdom Hearts. Be awesome. What if you could play as Altair? You could in... sneak up on Donald and be like, Slit! Yeah. Be sweet. And he'd be like, Wah! <laughs> 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 Okay. Be sorry. I got a topic. Oh, jeez. Your earliest gaming memory. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I think what? my the earliest thing I can remember playing was I'm pretty sure it was the first Mario. Uh I went over to someone's house. It was like some friends of my parents and they had it hooked up in the basement. And I didn't really know what it was. So that's like very, very vague. So I just remember like I think it was like one of the like castle levels. Like where you're trying to get to Bowser. Yeah. That's but that's something dash four. Yeah, something dash four. Um, something dash four that was a lot better than something dash three. It's it a lot better is. than something. It's a lot better than nothing dash one because that level sucks. Well, that level's <laughs> awesome, even though it's forever. Uh, when that game, when the Nintendo came out, I actually was excited because I was like, "Oh, they did a sequel to Mario Brothers." That's literally what I thought as a kid. Wow, I was like, that's I can't up. wait to get that. That's because I was sad. a huge fan of Mario Brothers. See, when the the NES came out, what, 85? Yeah. So I was two. Were you upset that there wasn't a simultaneous multiplayer on Super Mario Brothers? I was confused. I actually did think that you were going to be Mario and Luigi at the same yeah, time. I, I understood from seeing it in an arcade that it was, like, what it was. Yeah. 
But I, when I got it home and picked two players and it wasn't the same time, that actually literally did throw me off. Man. Isn't that weird? That's sad. I uh, remember as a kid, before we ever got a Nintendo, just going to rent them all the time. Like, we'd oh, go yeah. to, oh, yeah, like, Blockbuster, and it'd be, like, this big flat case oh, with, yeah, like, yeah. an NES in it. Yeah. That'd be cool. It was awesome. I remember we got renting VHS uh, players, because we had Betamax back at the time. Oh, wow. But, yeah, you could rent the, the VCR as well. So, yeah, renting a Nintendo was always it's a pretty early memory. And I also remember saving up in, like, birthday money and stuff when the first Game Boy came out and finally getting one of those and just playing Tetris. Oh, yeah. All the, the idea that I could have Tetris with me anywhere back in, like, 89 when that mm. came out, mind-blowing. Speaking of Tetris, I don't know if I've ever talked about, like, I felt really stupid because I sold my Tetris DS copy. Ooh, you know, dumb move. I found one at a GameStop for like 20 bucks. Wait! And I was like, yeah, and so I bought it. Yeah, I was like, oh, Sweet. I'm going to rebuy this. And it made me really happy to play it. It's out of print. It's rare. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Good good call. Good call, sir. Thank you. For 20 bucks, that's a good call because yeah. that's a rare game. So. Exactly. I remember actually playing uh, Game Boy uh, Tetris, and I had a link cable. I went uh -huh. to like, I don't know, so my sister had like a dance rehearsal or something stupid like that. And I... Uh, I had my Game Boy with me, and then this dude behind me, he had a Game Boy as well, and I had the link cable, and we played Tetris the whole night. And you were friends forever? No, no, I never saw him again. That's a sad That's ending. a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that last part. I but know. then I told my sister that she did a great job. So, so you, oh, you ended with not having a friend and being a liar? Yeah. Wow. That's my childhood. <laughs> I think he might be a sociopath. Seriously. It's like American Psycho in here. <laughs> so sad that's a good movie um sorry what's uh, your earliest gaming memory mine would probably be playing pac-man on the 2600 with my mom like i probably did that when i was like four years old maybe five years wow. old was it was that the pac-man that was like notoriously bad awful oh yeah it was terrible it had the best sound effects probably of any game ever <laughs> <laughs> it really has the coolest sound effects ever but it's a horrible game what time is it? it's uh 834 okay but, yeah, I remember playing that. My mom, to this day, still blames her high blood pressure on Pac-Man from the Atari 2600. Uh, What's funny yeah. is I don't even know if I remember... Like, I don't remember playing, like, an arcade Pac-Man prior to that. I, I feel definitely, like... I definitely have very clear memories of Ms. Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. Mm -hmm. Not so much, like, Pac-Man Galaga. That's, like, late 70s. Yeah. But, especially the sit-down was very popular Cocktail in the mid 80s table. yeah that was really popular in the mid 80s and like you'd go into a pizza hut mm -hmm. if, if there if any pizza hut in the 1980s time travelers if you're listening every pizza hut has a Ms. pac-man tabletop so they have uh the galica tabletop over at uh, pizza casbah oh nice here in fort collins for all of you out of town listeners uh -huh. so <laughs> if you want to play galica you know where to oh yeah because there's nowhere else to play that game. No. That doesn't exist. Um, Pac-Man 2600? Pac-Man 2600. Why was the Ms. Pac-Man for the 2600 so much better than the original Pac-Man? I don't Is think it I ever played that. Really? It's, it's fairly accurate in terms of it plays like a Pac-Man game. Hmm. Whereas the original Pac-Man did not oh, it was, work yeah, like that. It was almost its own beast. Yeah, I think it, uh, the story is that it took that guy like a weekend to do Pac-Man. So. That'd be a fun weekend. I don't think it was fun to be any of the guys that worked on the 2600 games. Yeah. So. Do, Unless do you, you do your E.T. music. I was going to say E.T. 
My ET music? ET 2600 music. Why? Because I, I remember it being really funny when you did it, like, years ago. That's nice. You used to do it much better, Brian. What happened? That's what they sound like, though. What the Indiana Jones theme is like that, too. No, the Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's the Indiana That's Jones. the one. It wasn't ET. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's, literally... it's good because you miss so many notes like with the well with that's the exactly what it sounds like that's, that's what I, that's why it's so funny <laughs> that's it's one awesome. of those things where it's like it it transforms me back there by just you doing that <laughs> prepare for adventure yeah <laughs> wow sorry i want to meet the person whose first video game experience was cussard's revenge I, like their man. dad bought the game, and then they're like, "What's this?" It's, uh, I was gonna say my first gaming memory. Oh yeah, what was it? Dun 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 I really like that. Old. I like when ga- like game designers have this dream yeah. and they can't achieve it. They're like, "Screw it, let's do it anyway." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't work out. Uh, the twenty six hundred is an early memory, but my actual first memories are the Odyssey two. Oh, I knew he was gonna go that way. He has to one up us. Well, because my family uh, ran a TV and radio shop that got bought by Magnavox in the seventies. Oh wow! And then Magnavox stocked odysseys and laserdisc players in our family store so it kind of migrated from tv and radio in repair to and you still have it don't you the odyssey Mm -hmm. was it that one that you had when you were a kid or is it that one in the box in my living room is the one from i don't even know what you play on an odyssey uh pac-man ripoffs yeah and you have to like put a a cover onto your tv the actual console is a keyboard oh wow yeah it's not user-friendly no. But they had a game called Casey Munchkin, which was a blatant Pac-Man ripoff and one of the first uh, lawsuits in gaming history. Ooh. And that game got pulled from the market. Guess who's got one? Bing Bang! Me! Whoa. Oh, I thought it was going to be someone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you recorded that so we could make that a gif where I'm like, Bing Bang! Me! Like, all <laughs> angry. Why did I get angry? I don't understand. That's Pretty how awesome. happy you get. You get so happy. It goes into a circle where you get angry. Your emotions um, are cyclical. They made a sequel called Casey's Crazy Chase, which plays like Pac-Man Champion Edition, <laughs> where you have like rows of ghosts chasing you. It really? did that, yeah. That's cool. So a ripoff actually got incorporated into the real thing. Cool. But yeah, the Odyssey, Atari, Atari eight hundred and four hundred. They're PCs. Yep. They're PC quote unquote. Yep. yep. Um. I play they were a lot computers of, of the personal kind. Yes. Atari 5200, Coleco, those are all real early memories. I don't have one definitive where I'm like, ooh, that. Yeah. But I specific games, like uh, that Casey Munchkin game I just mentioned, um, that Super Mario Brothers story, that's like a real early gaming thing. I remember the first four games I got from my NES. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers, obviously. I didn't get the light gun or the robot, so just that. Yeah. 1942, Donkey Kong. And Nintendo Baseball. Hmm. It's cool. In your face. That's a good set. 
Yep. That's a set to be proud of. Except Donkey Kong doesn't have the pie slash cement level. Mm. I said that as nerdy as I could. What's up with that level? It's uh, it got banned because violence against pies was really high in 1981, so they took that level out. Really? There's a lot of pies being tossed around. It's really. It's supposed to be cement. I think Miyamoto's like it's supposed to be concrete. I don't. Why would why would he be in a pie factory? That makes no sense. (laughs) Why would they build a factory for pies? It's cement. See, it's cement with with living balls of fire that go up and down ladders. It makes full sense. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Donkey Sorry. Kong doesn't make sense anyway. Um, it's fully realistic. Do you know Oliver Stone is going to make a Donkey Kong movie? You know what's sad? Really? Is that I Picture really... what that would be though. Well, here's here's the funny thing is we actually have to second guess nowadays. That's true. Like that's one of those things where we have to clarify if that's a joke. A joke. Or one time, real. one time, somebody told me Ridley Scott's doing a battleship movie, and I was like, "Well, I guess, I guess I can't automatically assume people are joking now." Yeah. yeah. Right. Did you watch King of Kong: Fistful of Quarters? That was one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so good. I would say it is the second best movie of the last decade. Wow. And the first being uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm. That's a great movie. I heard that, I don't, I don't know if I heard if this was actually moving forward or not, but they were looking at doing, like, a non-documentary version of King of Kong. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories back and forth. A sequel documentary, a drama, mm. like you say, yeah. by the guy that did the documentary. Right. Which is odd. That happened once, there was a, I think a similar thing happened with that skateboarding movie, Lords of Dogtown or something yeah, like that. Dogtown and they did like, the Z-Boys. You're right, and it was the same person. Yeah. Alright, this has been this has been Game Face. You can email we, us at we just clear the show. I know. Right? You can email us at gamefacepod at gmail.com. Hey, look at you. Find our Facebook page, leave a comment there. Yeah, we also like us on Facebook. Yep, yeah, we also subscribe have, on iTunes. Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Send us your thoughts. Send Those us your comments. Telepathically. Yeah. Send us your your memories of your first gaming experience mm-hmm. and we'll mock it. Yeah. We probably will. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Brian. And I'm Nathan. Bye. And we're, we're out. out. <laughs> pills here. Grabbing pills. I used to ignore people back when it was cool before it got mainstream. I don't do it anymore, though. <laughs>